I really love that you've sent me your character sheet twice now and you still don't have any weapons equipped. No, I do. Not equipped. You're still unarmed. Why you, did it? At least you, you, I, I you have. I don't like using D&D Beyond, to be honest. <laughs> you have the equipment now, but it's not e- equipped. It's just in your inventory. There. Are you happy now? I mean, I don't <laughs> care. It's just like, you know, your your armor class is very low when you don't have your shield and chel- chainmail <laughs> equipped. What was uh, it before? 12. <laughs> oh. I didn't even notice that it actively changed it. No, it's 18. So. I'm a naked paladin. Alright. Anyway, I'm ready. Alright, let's get it popping. Let me move my phone so it doesn't vibrate all over the place, hopefully. Alright, here we go. Welcome to Two Nerds, maybe more with your host, Michael Strasinski and Martin Larson. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Nerds, Maybe More. My name is Michael, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Marty. Marty, how are you doing today? I am doing pretty well. Uh, Lots of new stuff has happened in my life in in these, you know, exciting times where we go out, venture out into the world and experience experiences every day. Um... Yeah. Maybe it's a European thing because over here I haven't experienced anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> although I, I actually I did experience something. Uh, I got oh. my first vaccine shot. Ooh. That's right. Dose number one of the Moderna shot in my arm. There you go. I'm too young, young and healthy to be able to get it yet. Um, I work in the education field. Oh, right. So that's why I was able to get it. Yeah. Um, my my and... dad got the first shot as well. Nice. Uh, yeah. But but I think we're probably still three, four months out for mm-hmm. us to be able to get one. Uh, because, yeah, we, we're just young and healthy. So. <laughs> no one cares about the young no and the healthy. Exactly. But actually something, you know, that I don't think I've told you is that we actually got an office now, my, my girlfriend and I. We, we oh. went out and found an office that is actually right around the corner from where we live. So we actually have get the feeling of, you know, leaving the house and go to work again. And <laughs> we, we are, you know, taking back the, the the living room to actually be a living room and things like that. It's it's amazing. Looking forward That's to that. good. Um, mm. I really feel like there should be a separation between the place that you work and the place that you use for entertainment simply because they like you've mentioned you're at your computer the same computer that you game on you're Mm. at that computer all day and by the end of the day you're just like okay now i can do something for myself and i don't want to do anything because i've already been here all day yeah exactly it it has been a thing i'm like i I don't really i don't want to i want to game but i don't want to sit here and game if that makes sense because as pc gamers that's hard. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, it has helped a little bit that some games, you know, I can just put it on the big screen television. Mm-hmm. If, if uh, you know, you can use a controller for it, then it works. But, for instance, World of Warcraft doesn't work that well in, in that. Um, I mean, it probably would work because I have a, a uh, or could work because I have a fairly large television. So, it, uh, I think it could work, but I don't mm-hmm. have a mouse and a keyboard that reaches all the way over there. So, Yeah, I want to, um, I want to get a standing desk. Mainly mm. because uh, with Yuna the kitten, 
She loves to climb on my chair only when I'm here and want to use my chair. Uh, and she just, she gets a little bit too wild and tries to jump on my desk. And as we all know, when cats jump on the desk, they don't care where they land. And if they land on your keyboard, who knows what could happen. I've seen things pop up that I had no idea could pop up. So <laughs> I'm looking into when I trade out this desk to get a standing desk. How been, you know, the fault of? Um, not too many because it, she doesn't really mess with me while I'm doing raiding in World of Warcraft. And other than that, I've just been playing uh, card games mm. and things like that. Uh, just things that I don't have to be 100% attentive into the game itself when she's around just so I can have a little bit of free time. Hmm. All right. All right, well, welcome to the show, everybody. Um, <laughs> as usual, I guess we'll start off with the things that we've been watching this week because um, while Marty's been watching a little bit of the same, I've mixed it up a little bit, and I guess I'll start off with the first one. Do it. Um, and it's a pretty good one. I don't know if you've watched the show. I think we've mentioned it before in terms of simply it looked intriguing, mm -hmm. but I started The Queen's Gambit on Netflix, and I'm about two episodes in, and I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. I think that it's really well done. The first episode is centered around the main character as she is a young girl at an orphanage, and she's just like this mastermind or at least an innate ability to comprehend chess and the meta the many things that go into comprehending chess which is a lot more than uh, normal folk like myself will actually understand you have to memorize a lot of different things you need to openings and mid game and closing and i just i've tried i can't do it um but the first episode centers around her as a young young girl about eight or nine or so and then it transitions episode two into her teenage years and how the story progresses from there but um i'm really enjoying the show the music is like heavy piano based ambient music and it really elevates it to a different level and mm -hmm. i really like that uh the use of like classical and powerful piano pieces they really resonate with me uh but i'm really enjoying the show i can't wait to watch more i'll probably watch some more today nice yeah no i i, I haven't seen it. it it is on my to watch list it's something that i i want to watch i know my girlfriend has watched it and she really loved it so it's it's just one of those times at some point when I, I get around to it i will watch it and then and I'll, I'll 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 tell you that you're wrong or right or whatever <laughs> you so. will tell me that i am right because it is very <laughs> very often the case that i am right all right Checkmate. just ask just Checkmate. ask selena she knows <laughs> <laughs> awesome yeah i mean no news no news under the sun over here i've been watching critical role um and it's it's still in the early days it's it's episode nine mm -hmm. i don't know up to now almost 10 i think nine, nine and a half maybe i don't know how far i got into it so um they are about to head out into the wilderness no down to the sewers i think it was uh, because there's a beast down there, apparently, in this city. Of course there is. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> they, they're taking on a a small um, um, task of, of cleaning out the sewers. And I just, you know what, 
I know that these people have been doing this for so many years, so it's probably just second nature to them, but I just love, love, love how they are playing into their backstory and they're going out on, on solo, doing things in the city and, you know, just basically role-playing it so much, the whole backstory that, you know, is still to be revealed, what's actually going on and things like that. And I just... It's just so amazing, and it's something that I fully expect all of you guys will be doing when we're doing our uh, D&D session next week, right? Well, I'm kind of a big deal, okay? <laughs> and I'm kind of a role-playing genius. Awesome. So when it comes to to RP, I have an idea of what I'm doing. So no worries on my end. Good. Now, I did hear that Rig, our friend from uh, Character Craft might be there as well and if he is then that might bring it down a couple notches he's not quite at my level but he's okay um so we'll hope that everybody else can bring up the slack but no worries on my end okay i'm so good at roleplay that i was roleplaying my character when i was building the character sheet and i couldn't do it properly all three times okay because the computer is not very well meant for a half orc paladin <laughs> <laughs> awesome i'm looking forward to to hear more about all that <laughs> <laughs> um yeah we'll talk about that uh after the show i think probably a little bit more about uh, yep. the D stuff but i did spend quite a bit of time thinking of this custom background and as it was flowing out i put it on the character sheet and then marty sends me a message saying hey i don't see a background you have no equipment what what's going on I'm like what are you talking <laughs> about i created a background i put it in there but it doesn't save onto the sheet or anything like that um so i just went in and i put one of the backgrounds that might tie into the character that i built and the story so we'll see how it goes hopefully it's a cool story i did put something in there that maybe if you wanted to do a story down the line and you wanted to like create like a one-off adventure using the same characters that we have that mm. might be a way to kind of plug in some stuff if you needed an idea or something like that, um, that we'll could be see. pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, the thing is that we we have, we have these seven dungeons, so oh yeah, that's... this is like just just yeah, like yeah, I mean... little things that like it's not like my main quest, no, but no, just. I know. <laughs> But I just what I was about to say is let's start with the first dungeon and see how everybody is is doing and if people want to continue after that because um, I'm totally personally up for let's do more of all these kind of stuff. I am already thinking about small one-offs that we can mm -hmm. do and have I have ideas as well for where potential different storylines could go and things like that. But you know, let, let's start with just the first dungeon. See yeah. if everyone survives and uh, take, <laughs> take it from there. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Um, so you've been watching Critical Role. Did you watch the Diablo Critical Role special? Because BlizzCon happened. We talked about BlizzCon and we noticed that there was a Diablo Critical Role special going on there. It was, I think it was like two hours or something like that. Did you end yeah. up watching that? I watched half of it. Mm -hmm. um, to be honest, I, I didn't find it that interesting. Okay. Um, I I don't think it's because it's in the, this universe. I think it's just because it was a one-off and they needed it needed to be like a, a two-hour thing. And um, 
so obviously you know it's not the, the deepest of deepest things and and yeah no I I, I don't know it, it, it just didn't really catch my attention that much or after an hour I was like thinking why am I actually watching this mm-hmm. um, so so yeah I haven't actually finished it uh, I jumped back into to the normal critical role and, and just watched that instead alright so the average moniker stayed alright <laughs> alright well another show that I've been watching I jumped back into I've watched this uh, another watched... average show huh? no I don't think it's average I really like it um, but the show is called Archer have you ever watched any Archer I have I have um, uh. <laughs> only the first few episodes but it's it's on my to watch list and I want to watch more of it because yeah it's it's humor that's right down my alley. Yeah, Archer is one of those shows that uh you're probably either going to really like it or you're really not going to like it. Mm-hmm. Um essentially the main character Archer is a spy for an agency and he is the quintessential this is a man's man type spy guy in both positive and negative aspects um he is very like skilled at the things that he does but he's also like a misogynist and borderline he does like some uh, stereotypical race related things and just hearing that you might be like oh my god the show is horrible but it's presented in a different way it's not like meant to personally attack or anything along the the lines it's a i find the show to be hilarious selena has started watching it a little bit with me um not enough where i have to like wait to watch an episode because she'll be upset if i watch it without her she's not quite on board like that Mm. but i really love i love uh like crude humor mixed in with like some other grander ideas and this one is kind of along those lines like i like shows like south park and things like that so Archer is a good time if you're able to have fun with the type of things that they have fun with. South Park is the best. South Park is is it's a, it's evolved way beyond what its initial conception seemed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, like it always touched on social issues, but the later seasons, while they do hit things right on the head, there's a lot of subtext that go into a lot of different things that they present, and mm. sometimes you don't even realize that it's there until you hear the creators talk about it like behind the scenes, and then you're like, oh my god, I didn't even pick up on that. And I think that Matt Stone and Trey Parker are just really intelligent with the way that they go about doing South Park, especially mm-hmm. when you look at the old episodes and you're just like, well, that was very crude. Um, <laughs> it was very on the on the nose in the old days, but it still had a certain charm, especially for its time. Uh, nothing was like it. So South Park, I'm a huge fan of. I love South Park. I love it. I love it so much too. And I still have the two games that I want to play because apparently it should be like playing a South Park episode. I played the first one, The Stick of Truth, and it is. Mm. It is like living through an episode. Yeah, I I need to get to that. But but I have a a quite different beast ahead of me, but we'll get into that in in a second. But first, uh, the second thing that I've been watching, WandaVision keeps getting better and better. I haven't said enough uh, too much. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm really, really I'm, I'm looking forward to see where, where the hell this ends, and I'm looking forward for you to have been watched it as well, so we can talk about it. Because, ooh, goody, goody, goody. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> have we reached the end of the season yet? No. Is I there think, still like one more episode? I think there's one more episode, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. 
Um, what is it called? WandaVision. Oh, yeah, brain, you brain just fart. mentioned it. It's on the show notes. <laughs> it is brain fart. <laughs> um, season one has nine episodes. So yeah, one more, okay. one more episode, and then then we are through. And then the next Marvel movie has been set up, which is Doctor Strange, I think. The multiverse one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they also recently announced the next uh, Spider-Man movie. Yes. Which is um, Nowhere Near Home. Is that what it was called? Oh, what was it? Yeah, I saw the the, the small YouTube teaser the other day. It, it was um, pretty good. I don't remember the, the title, though. Yeah, because there was like three different titles or something that were going away that were going around and i didn't know no way home that's no way home man yeah so um i saw like a bit of it and i was like oh cool because i like the spider-man with tom holland and all that i thought it was really Mm. good um so yeah i'm looking forward to that too and hopefully i'll be able to catch up on wandavision soon yeah all right let's jump into some video game stuff um, I started this game and I had no idea what to expect. I think I just recently downloaded it from the Humble Bundle. Mm-hmm. Um, it was in there and it's called Lovecraft's Untold Stories. Now this game is a mix between like an investigative um, type game. So you arrive at like a mansion of some sorts and there seems to be some cult activity going on and you have to search this mansion to find clues about what's been going on but it's played in a style of almost like a twin stick shooter so your character does have like a shotgun and you point the point it in different directions to shoot things that might be coming at you now mm-hmm. when i say twin stick shooter people like to think um like a lot of enemies on screen and bullet hell type stuff it's not that extreme so far okay. um, it, it's just been like maybe a room or two here and there will have an enemy one or two or three um, I got through the entire first chapter and it's super cool it has a sanity mechanic where your character is slowly going insane as you discover things you can see a statue of a squid like creature and if you're a fan of like Lovecraft's monsters and just the Lovecraft mythos then you start connecting it to like Cthulhu and Azatoth and stuff like that and you get to see all these cultic writings and you get to interact with certain things in the world. And it's almost like, it's just, you read it and it'll say there in this case is a head that is squid like in representation. How weird is that? And then it'll give you a list of options where it's like, Oh, stick your hand in there and grab the squid head. Or it'll be like, this looks like some bad stuff. I'm just going to walk away. And maybe something else, like a detective thing that says search around the statue. And mm. depending on your uh, what you decide to do, certain things might happen. You might gain some lore, you might get some items, or you might lose some sanity because you stuck your hand inside. And then once you stuck your hand inside, it was as if the statue's tentacles were suddenly wrapping around your arm. And you were going through... Uh, some sort of mental break and then you come to and you've lost some of your sanity I am that it's like little bits here and there that are really interesting and intriguing and I love the Lovecraft mythos and things that go along with it so I'm looking forward to playing more of this game I just kind of like I said I just got through the first chapter 
and left it at that because I didn't know how long the second one was going to take. But mm. it's a good time. It's a good time. I definitely suggest uh, people check it out if you like investigative games or even just like a light twin stick shooter. All right, cool. Yeah, I just had a look at it and I think it's too pixelated for me. Yeah, it is. It's a pixelated art style. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it is not like you're not seeing like cool Cthulhu looking stuff. It's pixelated <laughs> Cthulhu stuff, but um, I still enjoy it. Yeah, I saw something Cthulhu oriented not that long ago. A video. I think it might have been an indie game or something like a solo, just one solo developer, and where he's like walking down to the beach and this huge Cthulhu creature, whatever, comes out of the water and stuff like that. That looked amazing, and I thought that might have been with this until I googled it and I saw the pixel graphics, and I was like, oh nope, that's not. <laughs> it. <laughs> so I know there was a, there's a game out there. It's called The Call of Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like an investigative game as well. It's a 3D one. Uh, I looked at a few reviews and it didn't get the best of reviews. I might check it out, but investigative games are very difficult sometimes to get into. Mm-hmm. And I've just been wary on that one. There's also one called, I think it's like The Sunken City or something like that. And I believe it's tied into um, Lovecraftian horror as well. Mm-hmm. So that's a cool idea. So there are things out there. I would like to see what you are talking about, though. Yeah, I'll see if I can find the clip again later. Uh, cool. I don't even know where I saw it. So, but anyway, another game that's uh, inspired by Call of Cthulhu, among other things, is World of Warcraft. And uh, <laughs> I've been I've been playing that, Michael. I've been playing that game. Me too. Uh, yeah. So, you know, these days I don't play it super much. I am there for raid nights and uh, then not super much elf, but this week I actually did decide to. I think it was because of, you know, last week's um, BlizzCon line mm-hmm. um, that I decided to, to, to. Because, you know, that was a, a nice little um, cinematic where we saw something that had, you know, uh, that took took place in Bastion, mm-hmm. and I realized that I hadn't actually played through the campaign in Bastion yet <laughs> as one of the last ones. I've done all the other ones, just not Bastion. Um, so I decided to actually to to play my paladin and and do that. And uh, yeah, so at the moment I'm playing through um, the, the the campaign uh, for Bastion on my paladin and just just enjoying it and actually you know getting upgrades. Mm-hmm. It feels so good to get upgrades. It feels upgrades. good, right? It feels really good. It's so weird that they didn't base the rest of the game of the end game around that. Well, they did, but you never get any upgrades. So, I mean, it's... Um, I'm still with a 174 weapon that yeah, I probably I mean, could just do some PvP to like upgrade, but I haven't just set aside that time to do it. Yeah. No, I mean, even on my, my Priest, I've been, I played quite a bit. Um, the whole upgrading gear game is so freaking slow. And it's it's just not fun to doing you know four mythic plus in an evening and not getting a single item out of it that you can use for anything. And then actually something that really sucked uh, was that I, on my paladin because it is so uh, uh, undergeared. Um, there is the event right now where you can do four time walking dungeons and then you get a two hundred item. So the two hundred item that I got was a neck piece, but I already had a two oh seven neck piece with a socket slot in it. So I was like, yeah, great, thank you so much. You cannot <laughs> use this for anything. You you know you had twelve other slots that you could you know drop something for. 
but um, you dropped the, exactly the one piece where I actually had a 200 item and not one of the other ones where I only have like 150 items in it. So, yeah. Bless you. Ooh, thank you. Sorry. I, I see that you're allergic to, you know, bad drop rates. So am I. Bad RNG just gets yeah. my sinuses. But <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, anyway, uh, playing more Paladin, uh, enjoying the, the campaign so far, and uh, just curious to see where, where we'll end up. Yeah, um, we're still progressing in Heroic on our end. We actually downed Sludge Fist this week Ooh, nice. on Heroic, so that was a good feeling. Everybody was a bit happy. Um, the DPS check on that's pretty tight. Mm. So uh, Especially we were... if you lose uh, one or two people here and there to random mechanics. Yes, um, so pretty much it was just like, we need to have everybody up mm-hmm. after that last phase. So do um, we. So do we. Everyone but does. for some reason... The melee can't seem to understand how to stay together with the chains. Um, range, we were good. Range was mm. all set up. It was the melee that was having some issues, but I digress. Um, and we got to Stone Legion Generals, and we started progressing. And that's a, that's another fight all in itself. It is. That's a lot of stuff going on, and it only gets worse. Yeah. Um, we've gotten through... I think we're consistently getting to second phase. Okay. So we're in second phase and that's progressing and we're doing all right. We're doing all right. So second phase adds a little bit more to it. Well, some mm-hmm. different stuff to it, and then third phase is everything. Everything all together. Everything all together. Yeah. So if you have one person calling out, that person will not be able to do that because there's yeah. so much, so much going on, and he he has to do his own things as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I think don't know we have how... a couple people that work together. Yeah, to that's, facilitate that's a good idea to spread on. it out a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> just a tip. Uh, and then I also I logged in. I had the intention. You no, know, I finally decided no one's online right now hmm. in the guild. So I'm just gonna jump into a Mythic Zero. Just gonna try and get myself a key. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had the weekly quest, and I've been toying with the idea of at least for the weekly, just jump into a pug. Mm-hmm. Just go heal. Try to get more comfortable healing different type of groups, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, different needs and things like that. And Mythic Zero Plaguefall. The group that I had. Oh my goodness. It's just Plaguefall. It doesn't even have to be a zero or whatever. It's just Plaguefall. I really, really hate that place. Like, uh, that's probably, yeah, the, the one dungeon that I really, really hate. And the current mix of dungeons. Let's just say that we didn't finish that dungeon. <laughs> um, people just started leaving. The tank left, which was horrible because the tank was messing messing it up the most. Now, nobody got ragey and quit, but it was more of like those silent quits of just mm. like, I've had enough, I'm out. Yeah. And, you know, in a mythic, once you get someone out, then that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's, yeah. So... It was not the greatest of experience, and I was a little bit more upset because I had spent so much time in there. Like, we wiped to hmm. the second boss, I think it is, like, quite a few times. And I was just like, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, Plaguefall, absolutely hated. One thing that I don't understand, though, is that today I was just doing a, a heroic, random heroic, just to get it, uh, you know, on my paladin. could still use the gear and everything from it. Um, the other side... Um, we got all the way to the last boss. People uh, effed up a little bit on the last boss because they didn't completely understand the portals that you need and that you need to go through them, else you'll die. 
Been there. Um, so, because it happened, the tank left. Ah. And I'm just like, we're all the way at the last boss. We have clearly <laughs> people here who are inexperienced. Um, and, you know, it, it didn't take more than, you know, hey guys, just run through the portals, and then it's GG. If you just run through the portals every time they're up, then it's GG, then we'll we'll do it. The tank just left. He just left before, you know, any of that. He just called, said that everybody was, you know, low IQ players and left. And I'm just like, dude, this is heroic. You're in the queue. It's, you know, people are still learning stuff. It makes yeah. no freaking sense. You're so close at getting the reward as well because you just wasted, you know, the same amount of time as we did in here and it's just like uh, some people simply don't have the patience and it makes no freaking sense that's uh that's probably like my biggest issue with random people that quit it's just that I can understand quitting if you made an attempt to teach the group mm. like you went out there and you were like hey this is what we were doing this is what we should be doing like those oh. portals that pop up you need to make sure you get in there before it and then even give it like another tick like if people are messing it up but they're making the attempt they're learning they just heard about the strat maybe they hadn't been paying attention and they don't know where the portals are they see it a little bit late and they run but they don't get there on time mm. it's like okay i saw that you were doing it next time just try to position a little bit closer yep so it's like knowledge is the biggest thing about the game and the truth of the matter is is that not everybody watches guide videos on every dungeon or has been doing them since the beginning so not everybody wants to do that no and in it's heroic michael it's not even mythic plus or anything like that it's freaking heroic give people mm -hmm. a chance if they don't if they mess up i mean that's as i said i just wrote one sentence in the chat hey guys just run through the portals and it's gg next yeah. and luckily it was just heroics we just queued up got new tank in and we just one shot it after that because you know now everybody understood that oh portal let's run through them and, and kill what's on the other side and that's it yeah. that's all it took i mean it's not like the thing is that you know we did all the other bosses all the way through no problem uh we had no issues at all it was just the one last boss and the tank couldn't handle it and i'm just like oh what <laughs> the hell i don't get it but a game that doesn't involve people rage quitting other than whoever's playing it is a game <laughs> called slay the spire um, this is a game that I played a while back because our friend Tom recommended it, and it is a deck builder type game. Mm. Uh, generally, in the game, you will start as an adventurer, and you have a base deck based on whatever adventure that you choose. And you are tasked with going up in floors and also in difficulty to defeat the bosses of the tower and, you know, slay the spire. So you want to reach the top and claim ultimate victory by gathering new cards, em empowering your current cards, and um, using magical items and potions and things like that along the way. Well, Tom wrote, he hit up his uh, Three Extra Lives Discord and said, hey, I found uh, this mod for the game that allows you to play as if you were the bosses in the game. Hmm. So I was like, oh, that sounds kind of interesting. Because whenever I've reached a boss, they were pretty darn OP. So if I do this, am I as OP as the boss was when I, when I went up against it? Quick answer is that no. Um, <laughs> but the mode is still really fun. I got to like floor three on my first go 
which is pretty impressive for me uh, with deck building games. And it was, it's a pretty good time. I believe the mod, uh, I forgot the mod. I think that Tom has it here. <laughs> the mod is called Downfall Complete Expansion hmm. uh, for Slay the Spire. And it is a good one. I think if you go into the workshop on Steam and you just put in most, uh, it's either most popular or most subscribed, then you'll see it there. It's like the fourth or fifth one. And it's a good time. I definitely recommend that if you enjoy deck builder games that you try out Slate of Spire. And if you've already been playing Slate of Spire and you're looking for something different and you haven't come across this mod, go ahead and give it a try. It's a lot of fun. I have tried slay the spire uh, mm-hmm. i haven't tried this mod obviously um but yeah slay the spire it's quite entertaining quite enjoyed it um didn't stick with it though but i guess, guess it's just because it's a card game uh, probably yeah, I, I get that way too yeah. <laughs> i get that way too yeah. anyway last week we talked about my uh, assassin's creed endeavors and mm-hmm. um you know i'm, I'm still playing origins uh, I looked up how long it would take to get through it. 50 hours is the answer. I've only played 14, um, <laughs> so it might take a while. I'm really enjoying it, um, but I have one main complaint, and I think it's it's like a universal complaint that a lot of players are saying, and that is that at the moment, I just feel like I just want to do the main storyline. I, I don't mm-hmm. care too much about the side content, but you can't do that. You cannot play just the main storyline because uh, for instance right now I had to level my character up to level 25 to get the next next bit. I did that. I actually overshot a little bit because I was just doing stuff and I got to level 26. I did my level 25 main quest which turned in next stage to level 28. Um, So I I was ahead and now I'm behind again. Um, And it's just annoying. It's really, really annoying because I just want to right now. I just want to 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 get a little bit further in, into the to the main storyline because that that's the interesting mm-hmm. bit. That's that's what I'm here for. I'm I'm not really here for. I mean, sure, it, it is world building, all the other uh, side missions and stuff like that, and it's great that it's there. And you know, it's not that I don't like doing them, but it's just I I would like to have the choice. Yeah. It's the same with Spider-Man, for instance. Let's take Spider-Man uh, as an example. Also open world. The main storyline, you can play through it from start to beginning in one go if you want to. You can also enjoy the world and play the side missions when you feel like it. You can save all the side missions to the end. You can start with doing whatever side missions you have unlocked. I mean, that's how it should be, in my opinion. Yeah. They're called side quests. Mm-hmm. For a reason, they're meant exactly. to be done on the side as you please. Like, if you're so worried about, like, oh, I need you to do these side quests because you'll out level them. Create a scaling system so that the side quests scale with your ability. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do that, honest, but I don't, don't think yeah. I don't necessarily think that it's you know an issue that you out level something if if that's how you like to play it. If you mm-hmm. want to, because. I mean, I I do sometimes like to just feel like a god. So you know, so if I can out level stuff, then sometimes you know that's what I feel like. Mm-hmm. But right now, I just feel like I just want to get through the the main storyline, and and you know, that's what I want to do. I feel like games push people away when they do things like this because mm-hmm. it's like I don't want to do that other stuff. Like I was super engaged in the story, and now you're forcing me to go out of my way for 
an hour, hour and a half, maybe, just to get these levels. Yeah. Um, and that's not what I want to do. Like, for some people, that's their entire play session. And mm-hmm. it's like, you just, I just had to spend an entire PlayStation play session doing something that I don't want to do just like so get to the thing that I want to do. It's not fun. It doesn't feel engaging. And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't care about this person that lost their camel right now. I'll help them in <laughs> yeah, a bit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I, I think that's basically where, I, where, where I'm at. So, you know, obviously I started looking a little bit more, uh, uh, maybe a little bit more critical at the world. Um, and I think that, you know, it's very, it's a huge, huge map that they created. That, that yeah. I think it's amazing. It's a huge map, but it also just feels like what a waste because then you get to a new town. Uh, there's two, there's two quests there that you need to do. And then you move on to, to the next town. And it, it sort of feels like, why did I have to go to this little town and, and, mm-hmm. and do a few quests and then move on? Um, I, I totally feel like that you can still make if you just cut that map in, in half you would still have a pretty big world uh, but you could probably focus the story a little bit more and, and focus the, the everything just focus everything a little bit more mm-hmm. so I think that is that's my um, main issue with the game right now and my main concern because there's two games after this and um, I can just see that you know in how you know what is it called again? That's a website where you can see how long was it will, will, will a, a game take you, and I can just see the amount of hours if you just want to do the main story mm-hmm. content just goes up. So I think it's fifty for this one, sixty for the next one, and seventy for the last one or something Jesus. like that. And I'm just like, guys, what the hell are you doing? Those uh, those run times used to only exist for like pure RPG games. Like the Final Fantasies of the world and things like that. Like when I play Assassin's Creed or I go back to Assassin's Creed Two, I'm looking for twenty hours, you know, maybe thirty, maybe even forty. But after that, like it starts to push it, um, especially if it's padded with the way that it, that you make it sound like it's that it's padded with the mm-hmm. oh you have to do X amount of extra stuff before you can get back to the main thing. I don't know. It's not not a good time. Not a good time. (laughs) But what could be a good time? Unless you wanted to add more to it. What? Are you done with Assassin's Creed? Oh, no. I still have two other games I need to get through. No, I mean right now. (laughs) I mean right now. I know, I know. No, I was actually just looking at the hours. I uh, I wasn't completely. It was 30, 40, and 50. That's how it was. Mm. But still, it's a lot of time. Yeah. uh, And it just goes up for each game. So, 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 yeah. So, that's my main concern (laughs) that I will, you know... um, because I really, really love the Assassin's Creed world, and I just think at some point I had too much. I had too yeah. much, um, but I actually feel good being back, and it actually reminds me of, of the old days, like I don't know, five, eight years ago when I was playing World of Warcraft, and when I wasn't, and I was playing Assassin's Creed. I mean, <laughs> that's my life. That's been my life for the past past fifteen years, and you know, it, it feels good to be back <laughs> some, in some weird way. <laughs> All right. Well, 25 years ago, a <laughs> franchise was was unleashed upon the world. Um, a franchise known as Pokemon. Lost Viking. Oh, okay. no, not the Lost Vikings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, Pokemon just recently had its own very its very own Nintendo Direct. Um, for those who don't know, Nintendo Directs are essentially their update or their announcements or whatever they want to do for Nintendo related things. And this one was all about Pokemon. 
And there were some smaller things, like things that people are looking forward to, like a new Pokemon Snap game coming out, uh, which I'm excited for because I love Pokemon Snap on the N64. Oh, Snap. Uh, Yes, indeed. Um, There's a remake for the Diamond and Pearl games that were released on the original DS um, about 15 years ago they were released. So we're getting a remake of those. And the biggest thing, which for me is probably one of the most exciting things in a game that I've wanted for since I was a kid, like 25, I'm turning 32 in April, 25 years ago, I was six, seven years old and playing Pokemon and watching the Pokemon anime and playing the cards. And ever since then, the desire has been wouldn't this be cool if there was a giant world and you could just run around and you would you would see the Pokemon in the wild no. and you could like catch them and things no. like that? No. It's not just Pokemon Go. It's not just no, it's not Pokemon Go. Oh, okay. okay. I don't want to just <laughs> tap the screen. Vigorously tap the screen. Okay. I wanted this grand adventure where the world was open. And lo and behold... We have the newest Pokemon game that is coming out in early 2022 um, called Pokemon Legends Arceus. And this is going to be the first true open world Pokemon game. Now, it does look a bit rough right now. Marty watched the uh, the video and he's like, well, that doesn't look like there's much going on. It looks quite boring. And I think that in what that... I said. <laughs> In that video, I think that it is a little bit boring looking. Most people who are excited... Oh, so you do agree with me because it, it, it didn't sound like it when we talked before the show. Uh, it felt like I was being crazy. You saying... are crazy, okay? <laughs> but looking at the video, here's what people are excited about. It's not necessarily what we saw in the video because the video did look a bit rough, which means that it's probably still early in development or they mm. may even be farther than what they actually showed us. And this is just kind of like the, hey, this is what we're working on. But we're still like a year out from that. Yeah. But it's the possibilities of what this could be. And just the the final... It's finally happening type deal. Like that dream that we all had as Pokemon fans when we were growing up. At least those of us that were Pokemon fans oh, during that time. I, was about to say, I never had those dreams. Your dream is my dream, Marty. <laughs> just get with the program. <laughs> um, but just that idea of this open world game where you're like crouching in the grass, which they showed, and you see a Pokemon and you throw the Pokemon ball out and you attempt to catch it. Like That idea is now coming in video game format. Mm. Now, obviously I'm hyped about it. That being said, I haven't like pre-ordered it or anything like that. I'm oh, crazy. I'm going to wait till n- I see a more polished. Yeah. Never I'm, I'm going to wait until I see a polished version and of course, once it comes out, I will probably get it because I do get Pokémon stuff when it comes out. Um but I'm super excited about it and I cannot wait to just see this world that they create and that they want us to explore and I'm hoping that they do it really well because they did Breath of the Wild they did Breath of the Wild and while Breath of the Wild is not my favorite game in the franchise a lot of people really really like Breath of the Wild and for Zelda fans some of them Breath of the oh, yeah. Wild was their favorite one 
Yeah, I was about to say, wait, Breath of the Wild, that's Zelda, isn't it? Yeah. But, but yeah. Um, to be honest, I am sort of... I mean, I, I, I'm not, like, super excited for this these news. Uh, this news, it's not like I'm, oh, oh where can I pre-order? Let's do it now, um, or anything. But I am sort of looking forward to it. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to hear more about what it is and what you can do in it and, and if, you know, how does it work with multiplayer and mm-hmm. stuff like that because it's totally something that I could... You know, see myself play together with my girlfriend, for instance. So we we have something to game together. Um, so in that aspect, I'm sort of looking forward to at least see if that if it's something that would be interesting for us. I hope so. Um, mm. Like I said, I'm I'm a fan of Pokemon, and the more people that are involved in it, the better, because that means that they see that there's still interest in the franchise and they want to continue to expand it and improve on it. And that's all that I want. I want. I want video games to just be great. It's not mm, fun just talking all. about all the negative aspects of games and the things that we don't like. That's why each week we talk about the games that we've actually been playing. Because mm. we could tell you stories about all the games that we attempted to play and didn't play because they just weren't interesting. But that's not fun to talk about. That's not mm. why we jump into games and play them. Is I don't want to just talk about negativity. If I wanted to do that, I'd be a news broadcaster or something <laughs> which I'm not so um, excited for the Pokemon stuff um, one other thing that I'm excited about is something that I didn't even know that we hit a milestone uh, but... oh wait 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 oh. wait yeah because you know you're just I, I know that you want to talk about the milestone but before we get to that I just wanted to just quickly jump in here I should have probably added it to the show notes, but I just yeah, you thought should about have. it. I just thought like about it now. Maybe look like a fool on the air. And yeah, I appreciate I mean, that. Th- th- that's just normal. Um, <laughs> so, uh, no, speaking of open world games and negativity and stuff we don't really want to talk about, um, I don't know if you've heard, but there was this small open world looter shooter uh, game called Anthem mm-hmm. that came out a few years ago to everybody were loving it. It was the best game ever made. It didn't have any problems at all. Uh, because it was it was such a huge success that uh, they, the service just simple it was too too expensive to keep all the servers up. So uh, so so obviously I am uh, adding a lot of sarcasm here. Um, no, Anthem is, is closing down. Anthem is closing down and it's it's so it's so sad to see, in my opinion, because I feel like there was something good there, there was an idea there, but yeah, it just never really took off, pun intended, uh, from, from that idea uh, stage. I feel like, and I, I think that's that's really sad. Um, and I'm sort of like, you know what? I, I sort of want to jump in. And, and continue playing Anthem right now because the service will be closed down soon and I want to see how the game ends because I never finished the story. <laughs> I had very little interest in Anthem, even when I first saw it. Mm. Um, but I thought the game itself looked kind of cool. The reason why I had, I had no interest was because whoever it was that they had on the mics that were like showcasing the game... Their communication just felt so scripted mm. in the way that they were talking to each other. I'm like, gamers don't talk like this when we're talking to each other. We're not always like, you got one on your six. I'm coming around to support. Like, <laughs> No, but that's, I think that's the issue that everything 
with those game trailers was scripted. It wasn't even real game footage. Yeah. Um, and I think that was the issue. And I, I just, it's just so sad to see because it, it's uh, basically, you know, Bioware that made this. And, and Bioware has been, you know, creating some amazing games and they're just not they're just not up there anymore there's too much business in it and it's just it's so it's just it's just so sad to see yeah bioware's had a bit of a rough go within the last few years um what with the mass effect andromeda mm. uh anthem and then uh i think they might have had something else but these are the same people that created star wars knights of the old republic uh Star Wars The Old Republic, they created the Mass Effect games. Uh, like They've done some really good things. And I know that Bioware is also doing... What's the game? Uh, Baldur's Gate, right? Are they doing Baldur's Gate 3? Or do they have their own... I don't know. Are they doing that? I, I didn't, or I... do they have their own uh, game that's similar to that? Let me have a look. Or is Bioware uh, Dragon Age... No, uh, Baldur's Gate is Larian Studios. Uh, I think a thing, a thing about Dragon Age. Dragon Age is um, a Bioware. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, actually, Dragon. actually, the news are now that you know, since Anthem was was such a bust, uh, Dragon Age will not be uh, uh, what's it called? Those uh, servers, games, service. What, what are they called? Um, like a live service. Live service, yeah, live service. Yeah. Uh, so live service games are. Are a whole different topic. We could probably talk about live service games in a whole episode, um, simply because each time you get involved with the live service game, you're rolling the dice. Um, look, Anthem got a few years out of it, and they're closing servers, which means that if you bought that game or you paid any money to go along with it, that's all going to be lost. Hmm. Um, live service specific games, once it goes under, you cannot play it anymore. It's not like oh nobody's playing the online fighting game I have to just go play arcade mode there is mm. no arcade mode no. <laughs> the game is it won't load uh, one good thing about it not being a live service is uh, also that you know the developer can decide to take away a lot of content which some developers have been doing recently let's not jump into that <laughs> anyway you had a milestone that we should talk about <laughs> uh, yeah so you put it in the show notes that I, I guess did. it was last week, but we totally like it. I forgot. I didn't even know because I don't look into all that no. stuff. I, I actually added it to my calendar. I added it to my <laughs> calendar because I wanted to remember it. Uh, and I did see it in my calendar, but I never put it into the show notes last week. <laughs> uh, because I'm always in charge of doing the show notes and I'm always on top of it. Um, As we found Marty out last me... week. As we found out last week. You didn't let me know ahead of time. um but yeah we've hit one year we've been doing this for one year mike uh i couldn't believe it like when you actually put it up there i was like has it really been a year it has because selena's still asking me what time the podcast is at (laughs) (laughs) yes it does that as well okay (laughs) so she's not alone i'll let her know that she's not alone um and i was just like it's it's at 11 it's been at 11 for like Months now. Months. You could say um, for years. Years. A year even. It's been there. I think we changed it like once, like a couple months ago, um, just because we needed to do it early or something like that. Um, and ever since then, um, I get the. I went to go take a shower at around 10 o'clock, 
And she's like, wait, you're not podcasting today? I'm like, yeah, it's at 11. <laughs> I got plenty <laughs> of time. Uh, so it was just like, it's been a year. And I think, I don't know about you, but I still think that probably the episode that we did with Chase was probably one of the, the biggest highlights of the last year for the show. Yeah, I, th- I think that was definitely up there. Um, I mean, who doesn't remember episode 32? That one was a, a great one. <laughs> 19. 19 oh, was good as well. 19. Like, 19, 19, yeah. Mm. Um, and what else? Yeah, f- 41. 41 recently. Really good, really good show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now we don't even have numbers. We no. don't even know what we're on anymore. Uh it's that, been that, a good that, year that, so that far. That episode where you talked, that was a good one. I love that. Love that I'd one. like you to find an episode where I'm not talking. <laughs> um, if I'm on the show. But it's been a good year. It's been a good year. I mean, it's, been, it's been fun. We've been fairly consistent, other than the times where we had to take off due to breaks. <laughs> but yeah, we've been, been pretty consistent on it. Been hitting it. And I still don't hate you yet. So that's always good. That That's positive some might say yes <laughs> <laughs> so i don't think we have any big plans for like a year uh, it just kind of happened and we're like oh that's cool yeah yeah, yeah no i mean m- maybe we'll do something for episode 100 something special i don't know what yet i think we still have 50 plus episodes to figure that out so a good thing fireside keeps track of the numbers because i sure don't <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, one one year. Who would have thought so, that we would still be doing it after a year? It was especially just like, since this. It was, sorry, well, go ahead. I was gonna say like this idea just stemmed from when we had stopped doing the Blue Recluse. Mm. We had stopped doing the Blue Recluse, me and Tom, and we were like, hey, maybe we'll come back in a little bit. But for now, we're like losing that little Blizzard hype, and we kind of just want to take a break. So we went on a break, and the break just was going on and on and on. Mm-hmm. And the three of us got together, and we realized that we probably weren't going to come back for the Blue Recluse, at least anytime soon. And it was... I was like, you know what? But I still want a podcast. I'm like, let's expand it. Let's make it not just Blizzard. Let's talk video games. And Tom just couldn't commit with the schedule. Um, or he wanted something different, or... I think when we were first thinking about a podcast, we were thinking bigger Hmm. into like a whole YouTube thing and seasonal type situation. And it was this grand scale and it just kind of was like, you know what, let's just get behind the mics and talk. Mm That's just old school radio style. Okay. No production, (laughs) nothing except for whatever Marty does in post. Uh, other than that, there's, there's no post whatsoever. It's oh. I, I I don't do anything. There's, there's no like removing background noises and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, again, that's, sarcasm. <laughs> that's how it started. It just was like, hey, Marty, Tom's not available. Mm. Do you just want to do this? You just want to start talking video games and stuff, and meet up every week and talk about all the things we've been watching, hanging out. And you were cool with it. I was cool with it. And here we are, a year later, still going. Still going strong. Still yeah. mentioning World of Warcraft. Still <laughs> still talking about it. Um, one thing that I would love to do, because we did uh, earlier, before we decided on, on, on this thing, this 
podcast thing, we did talk about doing something YouTube-y and stuff like that. And and to be honest, I do feel like I still want to go in that direction at some point when mm-hmm. it feels a little bit more natural to do so. I, I think the first step, which we already have talked a little bit about, is doing this maybe live on Twitch, live on YouTube, something like that. Um, at least, you know, the, the, the unedited version where we just go live and, and just talk and, and see if anybody wants to, to hang out with us. That would be cool. Um, yeah. And then I, I feel like if we get that going, maybe look at maybe maybe look at YouTube, see what we can do. Yeah, that would involve uh, me having a little bit of extra time, uh, mainly because of this damn kitten uh, <laughs> all over the place. And then, yeah. of course... Um, I, I don't think it, it will be tomorrow. We'll, we'll be doing it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I think there's an Among Us session tomorrow or something. Oh, so, good. Yeah. I hope I can make that. I don't know. I have to double check <laughs> on my timing because Sundays are Aaron's days yeah. for me. No, I, I definitely also want to, to have moved to a larger place because right now it, it's just impossible to record anything and the other person that I live together with can do stuff in the apartment at the same time. That's the same um, exact situation I have. Yeah, Same exact so. situation where I don't want to limit the things that Selena wants to do because she started doing YouTube stuff. Oh. So um, she started recording. She's playing Bioshock. Oh, she over there. could she could just be you know the the DPS brand on YouTube. There we go. Problem solved. <laughs> hey, I don't want to add any pressure to your solo project that you just recently started, but you are now the ambassador of DPS on YouTube. Congratulations! <laughs> you don't get paid anything. <laughs> All right. Well, do you have anything else, Marty? I think we've reached a. Uh... We've reached the pinnacle of our conversation. Therefore, we must. I think so. We must exit left. We we made it one year. Time to take uh, go on a hiatus, I guess. <laughs> That's how it goes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, hey, at least we didn't just do two episodes and then take a long hiatus. That is true. Who does that? Who nobody does that. Does that. Yeah, <laughs> nobody does that. Nobody that we know does that. All right, everybody. Thank you once again for joining us on another episode, our year anniversary episode, which was totally planned. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Insert hooray sounds are here. Hooray! <laughs> Alright, thank you once again for everybody coming by. Let us know what you've been up to and any games that you've been playing, anything you've been watching that maybe we should check out. Are you excited for the Pokemon game like me? Or are you just kind of like, well, I hope me and my girlfriend can like this game, otherwise it's just a waste of time like Marty. Um, either way, you can let us know by emailing us over at two nerds maybe more at gmail.com. You can find us over on Twitter at two nerds maybe more with the number two in the front. Or you can check out the website, two nerds maybe more.com, which has the, this show and all of our previous shows. It took me a little bit to get there, but I finally got there. Um, go ahead well and check done. that out. <laughs> Other than that, we got nothing else for you, everybody. Take care, and we appreciate you being here. Thank you for hanging out with us for a year. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.